So now we read in the book of Isaiah chapter 10. Verse 27. And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Aoliru tuka kuruna kuruli, omugugu gwe guri vakuchpega begacho, nechi kori goche mubula gobo, nechi kori go chirizi kiriziwa, uloku fukibuako amafuta. May the Lord add blessing to the ring of his word. Now I'm going to talk about the anointing. Katingenda kuogira kumafuta ago. Amen. Amen. Uh, message believers don't commonly value commonly they don't seek commonly they don't understand the importance of the anointing they seek the Holy Spirit yes some of them. But even after you have received the Holy Spirit. You need the anointing. You say is in the Holy Spirit the anointing. The Holy Spirit is the anointing. And the anointing is the Holy Spirit. But there is the feeling of the Holy Spirit. And there is an anointing to stay on you or to be on you. And you walk in the anointing. And you operate under the anointing. The Old Testament prophets, they did receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But the Bible said the Spirit of God came upon them. And the Spirit of the Lord was upon me, says Ezekiel. And he took me into the valley full of dry bones. And the and the Lord asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I said, Thou knowest, my Lord. And he said, Prophesy, Son of man. To the dry bones, I said, Dry bones live. You see, the Spirit of God was upon him. And the Spirit of God came upon Samson. And the Spirit of God came upon David. And the Spirit of God came upon Saul. And so prophesied. Those people had the Spirit. But they did not have the Holy Spirit that we have today. It is the Holy Spirit. It is the same Holy Spirit. But came upon them in the form of the anointing. For us today, for we receive the person of the Holy Spirit 
who comes and dwells in our souls. He comes deeper than he did to them. Praise God. And the difference is the atonement. When Jesus died at the cross of Calvary, he gave a perfect atonement that allows our relationship with God to be fully restored. The blood of goats and bulls and sheep could not bring full Restoration of relationship between God and man. It covered the sin. But the conscience that it is there remained. But this blood of Jesus takes it away until it is forgotten that it was there. I think it was in Ghana when I was preaching and I said, if you ask God, God, you remember I used to drink. You remember I did an abortion. You remember I murdered. You remember I was a fornicator. God will say, I don't remember. I can't remember you ever doing that. Because the blood of Jesus is the sea of forgetfulness. He literally forgets it. He perfectly forgets you ever did it. What a perfect blood. What a perfect blood atonement. Oh, the blood of Jesus. For it washes whiter than snow. And now when you are washed perfect like that, then you are a candidate to receive the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. He comes in your soul to abide in your life. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And then you are sealed into the kingdom of God to the day of your redemption. Praise God. And Paul in Ephesians 4.30 tells the church and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. Can you grieve him? Yes, you can grieve when you start backsliding and start doing things that you ought not to do because he's a gentle, clean, holy dove of God. When you do things that you ought not to do, he cannot contain that nature. It's like when you're in a dirty place. Dirty contaminated, smelling, you are grieved. You feel a grievance. Your continence changes. You cannot stay there long. 
So the Holy Spirit gets grieved by sin. And when you grieve him, he even can fly away from your life. And Brother Bram said, Brother Bram Nagamba, he does not go too far. The dove of God goes to the limb there and waits until you sort yourself. Because that portion of the Holy Spirit that was given to you, it is yours forever. And it cannot be for another. Therefore, even when you grieve it, he can fly, but it's still there for you. He just keeps a distance. And then David says, Restore to me the joy of thy salvation. Praise God. Now, he did not lose salvation because once you're saved, once you're sealed in the kingdom of God, you cannot lose it. That's what we call eternal security. You are secured eternally. But when you grieve the Holy Spirit but doing other things you ought not to do as a child of God, you grieve him. And when you grieve him, he stays away. And when he stays away, all the benefits of the Holy Spirit leave you. You lose the joy. You lose the peace. You lose the comfort. All the comfort. That is meant to give. You lose the leading. You lose the inspiration. You lose the action. Praise God. You become carnal. Yet you are a child of God. But cannot. You even lose the protection. He's standing afar. Because you have grieved him. Amen. Amen. Now. The difference between the bosom of the Holy Spirit. And the anointing. Is that it is the same Holy Spirit. But you cannot. But you can be anointed and you don't have the Holy Spirit. The example is what I've already given of the Old Testament men of God. They were anointed but they didn't have the Holy Spirit. The first time the Holy Spirit came and someone received the bosom of the Holy Spirit was in the upper room. Now those people were filled and anointed. Because it's the same thing. But it's a matter of where he is now. And what he has come to accomplish. Right? So, we know there are the anointed ones at the end time. 
It means someone can be anointed by the Holy Spirit. And he can perform miracles. And he can preach the gospel. And he can heal the sick. The blind can see. The creepers can walk. The dead can rise. He can operate a great ministry. He can speak in tongues and prophesy. And he is a sinner. His soul is not born again. The Holy Spirit is all anointing him. Like the Old Testament people. Amen. Like Balaam. And even like even those who were right, who had the right seed. They lived under the anointing. But they were not filled. So even today, you can have the Holy Spirit in the dimension of anointing. And you are not born again. You are not filled with the Holy Spirit. He is not in your soul. But he is on your spirit. He is on your flesh. You are anointed. You touch the sick and they are killed. How we know that someone has no Holy Spirit is how he treats the word. Amen. Show him the word. Give him the word test. And you see how he treats it. The most outstanding sign of the Holy Spirit is Jesus told us he will guide you into all truths. Brother Branham one time he thought that he said love is the sign that someone has the Holy Spirit. When he can love. Surely someone who has the Holy Spirit will have love. But again he realized later you can even love when you don't have the Holy Spirit. He said that, it cannot, that is not the, whole, the, the sign. Then at another point, he thought it is the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The fruits. Sorry, the fruits. Joy, peace, kindness, patience, long-suffering, gentleness. Then the Holy Spirit came and corrected him. Someone can have those fruits. And he has no Holy Spirit. He told him it is those the sign remains those who are able to take the word of God. You look at a powerful Pentecostal preacher with a powerful ministry. He's prophesying. He's healing the sick. He sees visions. He has some degree of discernment. Creepers are walking. He speaks in tongues. He enters in the spirit. 
What is doing all that on his life? It is the Holy Spirit. But give him the word. Tell him the Bible says women are not allowed to teach. Show him the Bible says baptism is in Jesus' name. Show him all those who receive the Holy Spirit how they baptize. If he denies it, he is only anointed. But he has no Holy Spirit. He may not be even elected to eternal life. He's not even a vessel of honor. But a vessel to dishonor. Like Balaam, like Judas, and all those others. Those people had powerful ministries. Judas came back with a 70. And he was rejoicing with them. Demons have obeyed us. Sicknesses have been healed. A powerful ministry. But that was before the door Pentecost. And he was even a son of perdition. By predestination. By the seed that was in him. And the Bible says. He was a thief. He would reach into the church pocket. Because as he was a treasurer. And he would get money. Into his own business. Without permission. That was Judas. The Bible says he was a thief. Can you imagine stealing from Jesus' treasurer? You are a treasurer of a ministry of Pastor Jesus. And you keep stealing their money. What a devil he was. That is Judas. See? And he had the anointing. He performed miracles. But that was only the anointing. Praise God. Now, the wrong seed can have the anointing. What about the true seed? It must also have the anointing. The anointing is the quickening power. Just like rain comes from heaven and quickens the seeds in the ground and quickens and nourishes and empowers the attributes in the plants. So is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. But remember, rain falls on the just and the unjust. So the rain that quickens the wheat, the maize, the beans, the sorghum, the millet. It also quickens the thorns and thistles and weeds. 
that the farmer does not need. They are a problem to his farm. He removes them and burns them. But they are also quickened by the same way. So the anointing is needed by the seed and by the weeds. So the true seed can also say since I have had a sermon of the anointed ones the end time and that some people are anointed like Judas and Balaam and Jesus warned us of them that they will also come therefore if that's what rain is doing to the cucklebers to the, to the thorns to the thistles to the weeds then I weeds I rise I don't need it the true seed needs the anointing you all need the anointing whether you are filled with the Holy Spirit you need to move under the anointing you must seek uh, and grow and grow into a higher and higher heights and degrees of the anointing. The other church received the birth of the Holy Spirit in the upper room. But in Acts 4, they realized the need greater acts of power to prove the resurrection. So they assembled in one place and prayed that power may be released. Yet they had the Holy Spirit. And as they prayed, the Bible says, the Holy Spirit came upon them. What was that now? That is the anointing. Came upon them to give them power to manifest, to quicken, to drive the word. Do whatever it is meant to do. So even every one of you, you need the anointing. Praise God. What was the Holy Ghost given for? He said, power in prayer. You need the anointing in prayer. What was he given for? Power of speech. Peter on the door Pentecost. The anointing was so much on him. And he spoke for a few minutes. And 3,000 were coming what is that? The Holy Ghost. When you come here to sing, sing under the anointing. When you come here to preach, first seek God and be anointed by the Holy Spirit. When you're playing a piano or a guitar, be under the anointing. When you are witnessing, be under the anointing. When you go to work, be under the anointing. 
whatever you do be under the anointing the anointing is the policeman of the kingdom of heaven who enforces the word he is the law enforcer the word will be there yes it is in your heart and it is on your lips you will claim it but the anointing is the policeman that comes and puts that law to enforcement. There are many countries, Uganda being one of them, with good, wonderful laws. But law enforcement is poor. And they are cursed. Anybody who breaks the law is cursed. Why should there be a law just for the sake of laying in a book? The word of God is a law. The constitution of the nation is a law. The law of a parent to the children is a law. Anyone of Breaking the law that he knows is obligated to keep it's a curse. Oh, when I speak like that, I look at our beautiful country, Uganda. I have moved places. I cannot compare any country. I've not been to Europe, I've not been to Canada. But the country I've been. I cannot compare any country with Uganda. Uganda is so beautiful. Uganda But then the development. It is so bad. So bad. I've never been to a country where you find an airport road looking like this center road. With potholes. I've never seen any country, however poor. And people selling sugar canes in the in the roads. Almost in the middle of the road. On an airport road. Stinking like that. There is a castle here. Why? Law enforcement is poor. Laws, good laws are in the book. But who is there to enforce them? Littering laws. We have them in the book. It's a big crime. For you to get a chiver and throw it through the car window to the, into the road. It's a case. You ought to be arrested and charged. All in prison. But who is there to enforce that? That's why there is a curse upon the nation. Full of corruption and thieves. You wonder even why you have to pay taxes. But anyway, you have to pay it because it's not by choice. You are forced to pay it. But the taxes should go for services. Services for us. Not to pay taxes to go into the pockets of thieves. Yeah. Big problem. Because we, are, we have the unrighteous in power. That's why it is like that. 
But now we are talking about law enforcement. God's kingdom has the law enforcement force. And that is the Holy Spirit. When you're preaching, the law enforcement is there to put force to put strength and power to what you're saying. When you're praying, the law enforcer is there to bring an enforcement of the law, which is the word upon the offender. And that law enforcer of God is the anointing. The anointing destroys the yoke. In that yoke upon his shoulder shall be taken away because of the anointing. The preacher said, one preacher said, you know how the scripture says it shall be destroyed. And he says some people are saying it shall be broken. But if it is broken, what is broken can be mended. But this will be so destroyed into fragments that cannot be even put together. And what does that? The anointing. The anointing destroys the yoke. Praise God. You need the anointing. The anointing is not only for preachers and singers and ministers. Every individual must be under the anointing. You need a driving force. You need a quickening power to quicken your courage, your boldness, your courage. Your speech. You need that. Praise God. Have you, ever seen, have you ever heard a drunkard speak? They speak very good language. They have good presentation and good selection of words. And some who know that, before they go to public speaking, they drink something. Or they smoke something. And all fear goes. And they speak with a lot of courage. Now, for us, faith, we have the anointing. Even when you go for an interview for a job, you need to smoke something. You not fear to answer and you'll answer Accurately. When your brain is high. It's a speed. You think quickly. You respond quickly. Words come quickly. So you. Now with the believers. We don't smoke such things. Because those things are death. 
There was a time I was reading a quote. And he said, I would rather find my child drunk. I would rather find my wife drunk and even fallen down than to find her smoking a cigarette. He was speaking about the evil that is in smoking. And he said, if they would say there is a cancer there, it's been sold on such and such amount. Go and buy that cancer and smoke it into your life. He said, a person who goes and buys a cigarette, he has gone to buy cancer. And he said, there is nothing that I've ever hated in my life. And something that is so lowly is to see a woman smoking a cigarette. She would rather drink alcohol. But our governments, because it, they, are, they, are, they are full of unrighteous people, they allow cigarette factories and and they even brag about the taxes they get from them. That's why you see, keep your life. Don't you trust the government to keep the, your life for you? The government will suggest you something knowing that it kills the government is not your protection. Never be deceived. It is, God is your protection. And you yourself, you should be careful for your life. Don't you say, if it was evil, the government would have not passed it. They would not have sanctioned it. How comes they sanction cigarette? And they get taxes from it. They know very well that every stick of cigarettes and when that cancer increases in your body it kills you. But because of taxes they okay it. Can you have your children and then you allow them to eat things that are going to kill them? Now the government is not your protection. The Lord is my protection and is my shepherd. I shall not want. Hallelujah. That's why you see we have right of choice. People are demonstrating in certain countries. Don't force us to be immunized. I'm, I have freedom. It's my life. I have a right to choose vaccination or not. Keep your life. It's not a government that will protect you. Make a decision. If you'll be killed by your decision, it's your own decision. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, for us, we don't smoke those things. But the worldly people, they smoke and drink. Automatic drive. So that those things give them automatic drives. Now, you the believer, the Bible told you to be drunk with the spirit. 
For you what you need kutambulia mafuta is to walk under the anointing you need the anointing mafuta the anointing amafuta have you ever seen a drunk person he's always with something that troubles him he, wicked. he knows this person that he is living with is a wicked person. But he cannot tell him about it. Now he goes and drinks. When he comes back, I know you. You think I don't know you. You are a wicked man. You are evil. You did this. Why does he drink first? He's looking for anointing. Now we, we don't drink such things. God gave us a drink that gives us boldness to stand for righteousness and to rebuke sin and to convict the world of sin and unrighteousness. The anointing of the Holy Spirit. He gives you courage. He gives you the language. He gives you the power spirit. He selects for you the words to say. He said when you call, you shall be called before courts. And before rulers. Never mind what you'll say. For at that moment, the Holy Spirit will give you what to say. It is the anointing that does that. So the anointing is for every one of you. The anointing quickens you. It quickens your mind. It quickens your thinking. It makes you catch what you're reading. You can read the word. And you just read and words are passing over. Nothing is sticking in your mind. It's because there is lack of anointing. But when the anointing is on you, it quickens what you're reading. Sometimes I end in the, in the anointing. And songs come to me that I last sang when I first got saved. That I used to sing in my Pentecostal church. 30 years ago. And I've not sung it all down the road. But you're there and the anointing comes on you. And the song comes. And you remember you last sang it 30 years ago. He brings the scriptures that you read. And you forgot them. He brings them back. To yes. That's what the anointing does. You need to walk in the anointing. The anointing quickens the dead things. The anointing is that shekinah glory. The lived in the hall of holies. The quickened air on his road. What was dead in it? Got quickened. When you are under the anointing, what has been done in you, it gets quicker. There's a lot of potentials. There's a lot of attributes. Down. Dead. In you. But when the anointing comes on you, those attributes, those potentials, gets quickened. Now, what quickened a dead, dry road? 
is what quickened Abraham when he was old. It's what quickened Sarah when he was, she was old. When the anointing is on you, wrinkles seem to fall off my friend. Yes. Wow. You you seem to speak and reason like a young brain. If you are sick, you will wake up and walk and behave like a normal person. That's what the anointing does. You need the anointing. Anointing is something that is so important. We cannot explain it and complete it. It is the anointing that gives you victory to overcome sin. David under the anointing he said the joy of the Lord is my strength. When anointing is on you you'll have joy. You'll have peace. You'll feel everything is possible. That's what anointing does. You need anointing brother. You need an anointing sister. Even in your daily work. You need anointing. Even if you're digging. That's why you find someone digging and shouting You need anointing. Anointing will give you blessings. In the things that you're doing. Anointing will quicken your business. All the things that you I will say they'll be it means anointing will come upon them so that they can bring fruit so that they can be okay anointing you need anointing anointing breaks the yoke when you're going for an interview you need anointing the wise of the evil ones will be quenched by the anointing. Hallelujah. Amen. The evil thoughts that would come among those that who would have come, that would have come among those who are responsible to give you a job. That, that negativity will be dissolved by the anointing on you. The anointing gives you favor. The anointing gives you grace. The anointing. You need the anointing. Praise God. How can you have the anointing? You don't just wish it. You don't just read it. You seek it. You pray. And fast. People who pray and fast. They don't like the anointing. When Jesus' disciples were brought a man, a boy who was lunatic. And they failed. The parent took the child back. But one time they had Jesus himself is coming. They brought back the child. In the presence of Jesus. It was just like this. And the devil left. 
Then the disciples remembered how they sweated. To cast it out and it could not go. They asked, but master, how come for us? We all laid hands. We all prayed. We commanded. We bowed. We roared. We stomped the ground. How come it did not go? But for it has been very easy. Like unconsciously. He said, And he said, Such demons, cases, such cases cannot go without prayer and fasting. Let me ask you, did Jesus fast for that demon to go? Did he pray for that demon to go? Do you see, does the Bible say that when they told Jesus we shall bring uh, this child tomorrow, then he went into fasting and praying, preparing, Lord, I pray for that boy they are going to bring. Lord, I'm fasting. I'm Bible fasting for that no. Jesus always lived in prayer. And fasting. So the impartation, the anointing was always on him. So when he told them, how bad this, this nature of things cannot go away without prayer and fast, he was rebuking their prayerlessness. And their lack of fasting. That when you're confronted by situation, it finds you dry. You have to live in prayerful life. Prayed up. And fasted. And anointed. That whatever situation now confronts you. You are equipped. The anointing is God's equipment. That he has given a believer to do the work. A few quotes, then I close. Just keep, just keep praying, raising your hands. That's wonderful. I'm just watching the Holy Spirit. You know, friends, something has happened. Your attitude towards Christ has brought the anointing of the Holy Ghost upon me. Visions are breaking over the audience. I don't know as I ever seen it just this away. The anointing has dropped. Has come down upon me. He was not saying that he is filled with the Holy Spirit now. Because he was, he was already filled with the Holy Spirit. But the anointing has come. We need that anointing upon us all the time. To accomplish. 
Don't sing us your song without the anointing. Don't play your instrument without the anointing. Don't sing a song lead for us without the anointing. Don't preach for us that someone without the anointing. You'll be saying the right things. But they will not be imparting any effect. You understand? You hear a preacher. What he's saying is true. But he seems to be floating. It is not creeping. You the hearer. And you start wondering. Am I the one who has a problem? Not feelings. Not feeling... Uh, Inspired. I'm not, I'm not being tired. Many times it is not you. Many times it is that person. He's lacking the anointing. The, lack, the anointing is not there. And many preachers, especially of the message, they don't notice the difference. Because they just go and read as a lecturer or a teacher who is preparing as a lesson. So they come and throw nuggets. nuggets. The nuggets are, are true. Because Brother Branham almost served the food. It is perfect. So when you're giving the nuggets from the food of the prophet, you'll be serving good food. The points are good. But because you are not anointed, those things, the enforcement is not there. We have said the anointing is God's law enforcer. Amen. Amen. Now, Brother Aganbright, would you stand here? The reason that I get those around me who I know, I know they are diseases. I know what's wrong with them. And when the anointing of the Holy Ghost comes, every spirit becomes subject. And I can know who they are. You see, when the anointing, I want to share by this quote, Brother Branham depended on the anointing. That's why he stayed very long in prayer, seeking the anointing. My wife said back there, she was talking about last night, she said, I've seen women that were even rather heavy set. Standing there. And their clothes wringing wet. Standing there. Just grasping every word. That's the reason I like to stay under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. That when you come out, you are telling them people the honest truth. See, and just nothing but the truth. 
If it happens that I don't have a chance of entering inside where that man is preaching from, and there is a fence that that has barbed wire, I'd rather be where that fence is. And I keep up there on that barbed wire being pricked, but yet listening to the words of that man. What causes that? What causes that where words are holding and going deep into people's souls and they don't even want to move a bit? It's not because of the truth that are in the words that that person is speaking. The unction that is on the preacher is what causes that. The right and true principles will be preached by any other person and people will doze. And the same principles will be preached by another person. And people will sit at the edge of their seats on tenterhoods Swallowing every word. What causes that? Bachita unction. It's called the unction. Unction is the whole, is the anointing. Unction is mafuta. So message people. We need the anointing. Amen. Amen. Oh God, let people find that that path and walk in it. We thank you for everyone that has found it. And we praise thee for it. Heal every sick person that is in the city. Every person that is here in the church. If there be one here in the balcony and everywhere around the sick that, that, that is sick or suffering let my prayer atone for them. While, while the anointing of the Holy Ghost is upon me. Let the Spirit of God who can discern the thoughts of the head. While the Spirit of the Lord is still upon me. Now that that is the right time to pray. That's with the right time to confront situations. Who is this that will come into congregation? This is from the message, who is this? That will anoint it till one will speak with tongues. And another give the interpretation. Exactly tell a sinner of his sins. And where he's at. Who is this? That stands and a literate woman 
that can't read her name and will stand under the anointing of the Holy Spirit and speak words that she has never heard. Anyoyo aimiriza omukazi atasoma era wansiwo omutukuvu nayogera ebigamo byataulira ngana ko. Wansiwa mafuta. Wansiwa mafuta. Agobo mtuvu. Man. And a mix and a mix can rise up in the church and say I understood every word of it. And even call me by the name and has called me to repent. And God have mercy on my soul. Who is this? Who is it can get an illiterate farmer and can stand under the inspiration and tell a man who he is and where he come from and what happened to him and what he must do and what will be his outcome. Who is this? Now, the woman touches garment. This is another quote. I'm reading several quotes here. And he looked around not me, not me. And finally there was a great power in him. The anointing of the Holy Ghost that could perceive the thoughts of the people's minds. So he looked out over the audience. That little woman was thinking. Oh, I've done something wrong. I've done something wrong. Oh Lord. Oh Lord, you know I needed it. You see? The anointing of the Holy Spirit. Another one. I pray thee, my brother. I pray for thee, my brother. Laying hands upon you by the anointing of the Holy Ghost that is so close now. I ask for your healing in Jesus. He was feeling the anointing. You can feel the anointing. The anointing is real. If you want to, when you bring those people up here, and God would just tell exactly what was wrong with them, or I could call one out of the audience or somebody without a prayer card. The anointing is here. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is here. Present now to heal. So who was doing the healing? You say the gift. He says it's the anointing. The anointing drives the gift. Now I want the audience to pay close attention and watch. I want you to watch the expression on the people's faces as they come near. And come up close. When the anointing of the Holy Spirit is here, no one can stand near without recognizing it. It is real. It is a power. Many, it's a magnetism. Many, dalagaska. How do we get it? To gafuna tutia, we pray. To saba, we fast. To siba. 
Now the reason they set these two microphones here is because of when the anointing of the Holy Spirit, I never know what it takes what takes place. The next day I have to pick it up, up on a tape recording up here. Lord, and heal the sick. May it be so as they set it upon it. I pray that you would make it so in Jesus' name. The anointing to come upon the handkerchief. Do you know people who are so anointed? You can put on your, their clothes and get healed. Do you know you can lay on their bed and get healed? Do you know you can enter his room and get healed? I read about Wigglesworth. He had a little room where he used to pray and live. Even in his absence, people would come in that room and go with healing. Brother Branham, Brother Branham, the people who testified about him said, he would visit you. And when he leaves, for a whole week, the anointing of the Holy Spirit is circulating in the room. That is anointing now. How do we get anointing? We live in the presence of God. Through prayers and fasting. There is a sacrifice. That is needed. To seek the anointing. Don't say I received the Holy Spirit. He can leave you and you stay dry. And you cannot even sing amazing grace. Simple as it is. And even if you're singing it, you cannot even some other lines uh, you've forgotten them. Lord Jesus, the anointing of the Holy Spirit come upon these hands. I've read that. Our last quotation is this. Our Heavenly Father, by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, may our sister receive the Holy Ghost. You see? So the Holy Spirit is the anointing and it is not the anointing in another way. I mean the bosom of the Holy Spirit. It's not the anointing. Although the anointing comes with the bosom of the Holy Spirit. I mean, the Holy Spirit is anointing. 
mafuta because here he is praying asaba by the anointing of the Holy Spirit that someone receive the Holy Spirit. In other words, the driving force, the enforcer is the anointing. Then the anointing pulls the Holy Spirit to enter this person. That's why Simon the sorcerer wanted it from Peter. Because Peter had the anointing, had that enforcement on him that Peter, I mean Simon the sorcerer realized Amen. May our sister receive the Holy Ghost. As Peter went down and prayed for them and laid hands on them and the Holy Ghost came upon them. I pray that while she receives her water baptism, may the Holy Ghost come upon her. I in Jesus' name. Remember he said, by the power of the Holy Ghost, by the anointing, let her receive the Holy Spirit. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Let us stand on our faith. Worship the Lord in your own words. Lift up your hands wherever you are. In your room. Don't look at your neighbor. If you want the anointing, don't mind for flesh. Don't be bound by you know, human spirit. Be radical. Be radical for God. Don't mind who will say what. Just stand on your feet. Lift up your hands. And start worshipping the Lord. Tell him how you love him. Tell him how you need him. Tell him how you are going to seek his face. Tell him how you are going to pray. How you are going to fast. How you are going to live. A life of consecration. A life of devotion. For the Holy Spirit. To live upon you. And if you have not been filled with the Holy Spirit, seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It is not very useful to be anointed by the Holy Spirit when you are not filled with the Holy Spirit. The first thing is seek the Holy Spirit. When you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you will have received it two in one. Yes, sir. So tell him, Lord, I'm tired of staying a casual, passive, passive life about things of God. I'm going to be determined to seek your face. To lay on my face as I seek your face. To stay in your praises and walk in your praises. I'm a debtor. I'm a debtor to live a life of devotion, of dedication, of consecration. Lord, help me to fill, to satisfy this debt, to fulfill this debt. Yes, Lord, help me. Father, 
be merciful upon me. From now henceforth, I'm going to stay on my face. I'm going to create time to seek your presence. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. You're so good, Lord. You're wonderful. You deserve glory. You deserve honor. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sweet. Sweet anointing flowing down to make me clean like a mighty rushing stream. Sweet, oh, sweet anointing. Pouring the oil and wine all over me. Just a touch of the hand of the blessed Jesus. Dipped into the oil of the Holy Ghost. He twins so oh my tears wipe away oh my tears is the anointing that I need most sweet sweet anointing oh all and white all over me. Oh, peace, Mokama. Oh, good, Janga Oh, 
Church Lord, as I pray for myself, Lord, help us, Lord, in this hour to live enough before the great magnet, the very person of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit Himself, that we will be also magnetized. Lord. That we live such an anointing, Lord. That we will restore every yoke. That will set every demon fleeing and running away. Burning it with fire. That will walk in the frame of fire around us. Pickening that Word of God that we have received received dynamics. Help us in our life to seek dynamic commit them to you. Those that are confused, help. Those that are lukewarm and formal. Feeling backslidden. Help them, Lord. I commend them to you for help. Please help I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Our Lord and Savior. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Shalom. God be with you.